Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode. And you may be very curious about this episode because the D word is in the title, diet. Anytime anything is ever associated with diet, it sparks either interest or disgust in whoever seems to be listening. But today I'm just going to come at you with straightforward facts about the Mediterranean diet. I'm going to talk about the Mediterranean diet. I'm going to talk about it overall. I'm going to talk about, do I like it? Do I not like it? What do I like about it? And am I incorporating this into my eating and wellness plan? So let's roll into today's episode. But if you are triggered by diet talk, if you tend to go into a very bad headspace when talking about diet, maybe don't listen to this episode, but maybe this will also be informative to you. So please proceed with what is best for you. So the Mediterranean diet, have you heard about it? Have you not heard about it? Let's talk about it today. This isn't something new. I remember learning about the Mediterranean diet when I was going to college for dietetics and it was just a part of our class to learn all of the different diets that were going on in the past and at the time and the Mediterranean diet. I remember learning about it and having a well-rounded like hindsight or not an in-depth not an in-depth knowing of what it was but at the time I was in college I wasn't concerned with dieting in that time of my life I also was eating to become the leanest I could come or to lose weight the fastest I wasn't paying attention to the foundation of this diet which I'm going to talk about But then when I was doing my nutritionist certification in 20, either 2021 or 2022, I learned about this again and it, for some reason, really stuck out to me. And I'll list the various reasons why. And then it's been lingering in my mind to be talking about this, number one, because yes, I have been implementing a lot of things along the lines of Mediterranean diet. And then secondly, it was named the overall best diet for the sixth year in a row. So for the sixth year in a row, the Mediterranean diet has been deemed as the most well-rounded diet of the year and the years past. And I think well-rounded is what stood out to me because well-rounded has been a theme of mine in specifically late 2022. I really wanted to look at my career, my home, my habits, my life in a well-rounded way. And when it was like the deemed the most well-rounded diet of the year it that's that means they're looking at a lot of components of not just is it helping people lose weight but is it effective is it something people enjoy is it realistic is it getting results is it having positive health benefits and that's what they are finding with the mediterranean diet is that the participants are seeing positive health benefits they are enjoying their food and they are really 
like encompassing an overall well-rounded lifestyle, healthy relationship with food, seeing decreased in um, decreasing their risk of diabetes, reducing inflammation, per- preventing or reversing other types of diseases. And what another thing about this diet when I was looking at it again, what really stood out to me is the Mediterranean diet wasn't just made up for a certain reason. So for example, the keto diet was created to serve a specific group of people for a specific purpose. And then it was tested for that outcome, right? Like did, did it stand up? But with the Mediterranean diet, it was coined because they saw this group of people who were living in the Mediterranean countries, such as Greek, Italy, and saying like, these people have really low risk of heart disease. These people are really healthy people. What are they doing? And then it took what they have as their healthy lifestyle and kind of set it into foundational principles. Now, none of these foundational principles are riveting, but when you do look at the foundation of the Mediterranean diet compared to the standard American diet, there's differences. They there are there are differences in the Mediterranean diet versus the standard American diet. Standard American diet is leading to heart disease, um, shorter life expectancy is on the horizon. Uh, If not happening now, I just really was fascinated that this was derived from looking at a group of people that have a well-rounded lifestyle. They have health, like their health is in such a good place overall. And then looking at what, what it is they are doing and eating. So uh, I love those two things about the Mediterranean diet, and that's why I wanted to bring you guys this episode. We are talking more about it in the Feminine Edge Collective. This was something I brought to them first, and I am bringing more of like my personal meals and recipes and things that I'm finding and trying into that group, but I wanted to throw this episode out there as well for anybody else who may be curious in this. So like I said, I'm going to run through the foundations of what the Mediterranean, what what do they eat on the Mediterranean diet? Like I said, it's not going to be anything that riveting, but when you really do look at, am I personally following these principles? Is this in alignment? Is it like, how is this compared to the standard American diet? You're going to be like, huh, this isn't anything that riveting of what we know is healthy for us, but like this is really making it realistic. So the foundation of the Mediterranean diet is this diet really heavily incorporates healthy fats. So things, uh, uh, EVOO, I have written down in my notes, but using healthy fats as fuel, olive oil, avocado, avocado oil, nuts, and seeds. In standard American diet, it's starting to go away now, but there was the huge trend and fad of low fat. I still see so many people who are incredibly into the macro counting space still using fat-free, low-fat type of options, but really those healthy fats 
are really great for our hormones. They're really great for our hair, skin, and nails. And so don't be afraid of healthy fats. And the Mediterranean diet does incorporate a lot of these really great healthy fats for us that are non-inflammatory fats. Also high in beans, legume, dairy is consumed in moderation, but not eliminated. But the types of dairy are a little bit different. So feta cheese, mozzarella, a lot more fresh type cheeses, not so heavily processed cheeses. cheeses. And then obviously for um, yogurt, the preference is Greek yogurt. So a lot of those dairy products that are still kind of um, as fresh as they could could be for needing to be something that's processed and shelf stable, right? A lot of shredded cheeses that are in the standard grocery stores are coated with inflammatory things or just things that make it more processed, whereas the Mediterranean way of eating, you know, you call it a diet, the Mediterranean lifestyle is more fresh types of even um, dairy, all right? A lot of probiotic-rich foods, whole grains, and then wild-caught seafood, lean meats like chicken and um, turkey. So red meat is not off-limits, But in this lifestyle, in that culture, red meat is consumed about one time a week. This is a big thing that was a big change in me implementing the Mediterranean diet, which I'll talk about here. But another huge foundation of the Mediterranean diet is the abundance of fruits and veggies. Having more fruits and vegetables in your diet is always going to give you more energy. You're going to feel better. You're going to have better digestion because of the fiber content. And in the Mediterranean diet, there is abundance of fruits and veggies. If you search for Mediterranean diet on TikTok or Pinterest, wherever it is, you will always see that they have that veggies most mindset. Like it is like 75% of their meal, they they have very unique and different ways of cooking vegetables too. So a lot of things, you know, I really do tend to stick to more of the vegetables that I know I like, but there have been some recipes that I've tried some new vegetables and cooking them in a different way. And some I've liked, some I've had it. Like I'm always going to be straight up real and honest with you guys, but it's always been kind of cool to be on this discovery, right? And then lastly, foundation of the Mediterranean diet is herbs and seasonings. So turmeric, parsley, paprika, cilantro, basil, mint, using those herbs and seasonings like garlic as flavor enhancers, but they also do have a lot of health properties. So knowing that, And like I said, if you go onto social media and search Mediterranean diet, there are tons of people putting out content of like what I eat in a day following the Mediterranean diet. And even when I watch those, I'm like, they really are eating things that are full of flavor and look gorgeous and seem like really delicious, like really enjoyable. And from the standpoint of 
overall health and with what I teach about cycle syncing, metabolism, blood sugar, energy, gut health, this way of eating is beneficial for all of those things. You know, I really kind of think it's funny sometimes when it's like, oh, I'm eating for my gut health. Well, if you are eating for your gut health and following the pr- the principles of eating for your gut health, which are a lot of what the Mediterranean diet is, is standing for, taking away a lot of sugars, eliminated processed foods, um, inflammatory, highly processed oils, and various things like that, like eating very raw and natural foods, you're going to see improvement in gut health. You're going to be eating meals that don't cause huge insulin spikes or huge blood sugar crashes. And these are also very healthy from a vitamin and mineral standpoint and high in fiber. So that is beneficial for your hormones. So don't ever fall into that trap of somebody saying like eating, I'm eating in this way for my gut health, because remember your body is one cohesive being and what you are doing is what, what you're doing impacts a lot of different things. You know, even if with exercising, you know, exercising does work the muscle that you're moving, but it's also causing your heart to pump more. And it's also a releasing endorphins. So just if from working out alone, you get a lot of benefits of what it's doing to your muscles, to your bones, to your heart, to your endorphins, to your mental clarity and focus. It just really brings out a lot of well-roundedness by doing one thing and by following one thing, such as eating in a way of the Mediterranean diet, you're going to see a lot of positive impacts, skin, hair, nails, digestion, hormones, gut health, a lot of positive benefits when you look at like what this is doing. And so how have I started to implement the Mediterranean diet? Like I said, and referenced, they don't consume a lot of red meat, but it's not eliminated. It's not off limits, right? I love that this focuses on a lot of the things that you can have, and it's presented in that way of It's an abundance of this. It's an abundance of that instead of being like, not this, not that, not this, not that, because it feels more, it feels more exciting when you're looking at from that perspective. But for me and our household, we eat a lot of red meat. Like my husband is a red meat man. I grew up with a lot of ground meat and we do have access to good quality red meat from local farmers just where we live it's more common to get your beef from a local farmer than it is to get it from the grocery store which is really kind of wild and i know and unique and specific but we do tend to have a lot of red meat and i've talked to my husband about this a little bit he is a fan of having beef for dinner So remember with how I teach things, it's not about changing everything all at once. And I live this, I live out my own advice and looking at that, you know, I didn't want to overhaul everything all at once because we have our go-to meals and most of them are, are beef related, but I could focus on what I could control and change one step at a time. So I started with having a well-rounded breakfast and well-rounded lunch that is in alignment and trying out new different things 
in alignment with the Mediterranean diet. So no, last night when I made Crunchwrap Supremes at home, like Taco Bell Crunchwrap Supremes at home, they were 10 out of 10 amazing. Both my husband and I were like happy dance wiggling while eating them. They were so good and delicious. But my other meals and if I have snacks throughout the day, I'm, I'm trying to make them in alignment with the Mediterranean diet. So meaning my lunch is now contained more of poultry or seafood, shrimp, um, different types of fish that I am trying out, tuna, salmon. Um, I really like this crusted halibut that you can get in the frozen section at Costco but also even having more chicken. So I started meal prepping some um, chicken breasts or chicken tenders in the air fryer and having them be like non-breaded, but very well seasoned with the seasoning and spices that I talked about and having them in the, the fridge so I can make the various meals that I like, which I'll be getting to here in a second. But I wanted to really talk about how I'm implementing this. It's not overhauling everything all at once for my family. I've been just focused on breakfast and lunches, including more fruits and vegetables in my in my typical day of eating. I'm really good at offering my kids even just a little bit of fruits and vegetables with each meal. It's typically the first thing that I put on their plates. But with the bodybuilding mentality that still is so ingrained in my brain, I just, I sometimes even have a hard time adding fruit into my own daily routine. I always pop it in if I'm making a smoothie or a shake, but just eating fruit by itself, I haven't been great at because in the bodybuilding community, that was, I was told it was like too much sugar. And even though now I know better, it's still like lingers. So it's something I do have to be more intentional about. And my favorite meals that have been so really amazing to have for this way of eating is for breakfast, I usually have my smoothie. So I have you know, my nut butter, my protein powder, which I do Shakeology, and then almond milk, a fruit, maybe I'm throwing in spinach or frozen cauliflower. And that's usually my breakfast. I mean, I made my smoothie a million times. Um, Or it's like some type of egg sandwich. I'm doing sourdough toast. I even like putting in a pan with some avocado oil, baby tomatoes, or yeah, cherry tomatoes, feta cheese, and having it be kind of like cooks down to this deliciousness that I love so much. Tomatoes and feta, you guys are going to know that I'm just so obsessed with them. So that's kind of like my favorite go-to breakfast, but like Greek yogurt and chia seed and berries paired with scrambled eggs and veggies, that was one of my go-tos back in 2020 when I was really focused on weight loss. So when I was really focused on weight loss, my breakfast was either my protein-packed smoothie or it was scrambled eggs with veggies of my choice or whatever I had, and then Greek yogurt, berries, and then I'd make this like chia seed pudding with chia seed, almond milk, 
um, a little bit of sweetener. I believed I used maple syrup and cacao, like not cocoa, but like cacao powder. You can get all of those things at Aldi for very affordable. That was my go-to breakfast lately. I kind of want to go back to that breakfast now that I'm talking about it. Like, why did I stop? And then for some go-to lunches, I really like having my Greek pita wraps. So I get a pita that does have fiber in it. So I like the Joseph's brand, but I've got, I've seen other brands at Aldi, but I do just like to have fiber for my pita and I'll do greens, tomato, cucumber, red onion, chicken, tzatziki. Maybe I'll do a squeeze of lemon juice in there. I like to um, sprinkle in some lemon pepper seasoning, wrap it up, and then have it with whatever else I'm having for lunch. Sometimes it, it was chips and some fruit. Sometimes it was just that by itself. And I was a-okay with that, but that's one of my go-to lunches. And then the, do you guys remember like back in 2020 when the, there was the viral tomato feta pasta going around? I absolutely love this. So what I do is I take the block of feta, I surround it with a bunch of tomatoes, bake it in the oven until it's like the tomatoes have been cooked. They're starting, some of them are probably getting like that little overcooked type of look to them. And then mash it all together. If you just go onto TikTok or there's probably on Instagram and just put the tomato feta pasta. I like to use chickpea pasta. And then for the protein option, I can either do my chicken that I have prepped or some type of sausage is really good. Or even shrimp would be really, really good in there. And or just have with a piece of salmon and have the pasta be separate from the salmon. That would also be equally delicious. And that tends to be what I do. Sometimes I'll even make like a Mediterranean bowl maybe have some jasmine rice, some greens, tomato, red onion, cucumber, can you tell my favorite, bell peppers if I'm feeling that, tzatziki, hummus, tahini, tahini, is that what it's called, tahini, tahini, no, tahini is that sprinkle, is it, what is that stuff called, tahini is like the spicy seasoning, is it tahini, is, anyways, um, chickpeas, that types of stuff. Did I talk a lot? Did I say beans and legumes? I sure did. I covered beans and legumes. So like black beans, kidney beans, chickpeas, all those types of things really great and recommended. And those things do keep you really full. When when you eat a salad without beans or any kind of legume, you tend to not feel as full and satisfied. But add in rice, quinoa, beans, legumes, you'll feel a lot more full by, and it'll like also add texture and flavor and make it really, really good. So Mediterranean bowls are something you can also Google about that. Those are some of my favorite meals, but I also want to talk about the lifestyle of this demographic. So like I said, this was really looking at a group of people that had low disease, that weren't struggling with weight issues, and they looked at what they were eating. But also with that culture and that lifestyle, I think it is also there's also a lot to be said about their lifestyle, which is 
lower pace, lower stress. Really, there is a focus of community and connection and service and family. Like there's a lot of love going on in that type of demographic and community. It's it's a priority to them. It's something that they make sure to, they're just not living at the massive hustle culture rate that a lot of us do you know their meals aren't on the go their meals are the experience right when they are eating it's multiple courses and they're enjoying each other's company and laughing while they're eating not just shoving shoveling foods in their face as fast as you can like there's so many there's there's research coming out that the state of which you are eating and does affect your digestion and how your body processes that food. So if you're eating and you're just in the constant state of stress, it's not going to process through your body in the same way as eating at a slower pace with joy and fulfillment. And that feeling is just, is just different. And within this group of people, they do honor that slow meal, that preparation, that process, that experience versus most standard Americans are eating on the go, shoveling things in as quick as they can, right? And then moderation with things like alcohol and desserts. So in this group of people, it's not that they are not drinking. They have like various cocktails red wine in moderation and also dessert being a small portion at the end of the meal typically and that is what is in alignment with a lot of research on blood sugar balancing is that the order of which you are eating things so eating greens and protein and then your carbohydrate first and if you have a little bit of a sweet or a sugar it doesn't spike as much as if you were to just eat that dessert on its own with nothing else it's actually kind of fascinating but blood sugar really is specific and the only way to know how your body is responding from a insulin standpoint is by getting one of those continuous glucose monitors if that's something that's something that does kind of entice me maybe I would do something like that for my own personal experience and self-discovery but there just has been a lot of research showing that it does benefit you more to have a little bit of that dessert with the meal instead of waiting and having just a dessert on its own or thinking I shouldn't have the meal and the bit of dessert because that's higher in calories. I'm just going to have the dessert and not eat anything. What has been found is just having the dessert spites your blood sugar, which means you're going to have some type of hunger cue or energetic cue shortly after that will actually cause you to overeat even more is what I'm trying to say here. So there's the moderation with alcohol and desserts in this lifestyle and in this region. They are walking a lot more. They're getting out into the sunshine. And I did talk a little bit about that celebration, enjoyment and fulfillment aspect. But these are all things that with intentionality, we can do too. We can slow down our eating. We can, you know, use that moderation with desserts and alcohol. We can start walking more. We don't have to always have our workouts be this like big dedicated 
um, high intensity interval training or else it's not activity. That's not the case at all. Neat movement. I've done a couple podcast episodes on neat movement in the past and the benefits of it, but they have a slower pace, lower stress, or even if they are in stressful situations, they just have more community connection, celebration experience than what I feel most Americans are doing walking a lot, sunshine. I mean, I covered all of these things already. So if you are wanting some information about the Mediterranean diet, please let me know. Come to Instagram, into my DMs to be like, this piqued my curiosity. And then where can you start? You can definitely start the same way I did. Start with your breakfast, your lunch. For for me, those are the meals that I'm really making for myself, my own food, because my kids go to school majority of the days, and then my husband is at work. So I'm just basically making my meals for myself, breakfast and lunch. That's the reality of works for me right now. Or maybe you want to try some of these recipes out. Food prep, have them be your works. Maybe try some Mediterranean style restaurants that are around you. That could be something. And just discover if this type of food is really satisfying to you because I have found it is really satisfying to me because tomatoes, cucumber, red onion, um, peppers, those are my typical favored vegetables of choice anyway. I mean, obviously carrots are like variety vegetables, not just those ones, but those ones tend to be my favorite. I also love, 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 love feta and mozzarella cheese. I do prefer, I've learned to prefer Greek yogurt over regular yogurt. And um, like I said, it has been a change for me to switch up and have less red meat, but I didn't say I'm going to never not have red meat at all. I'm going to completely change kind of the way and rhythm that we're doing things for me and my family. I was like, I'm going to start the habit and then improve upon it. And I have noticed much better energy throughout my day. I really do like this, these types of foods. So If you have found interest in this, please let me know. I can make some more episodes, but I am going to leave you with one thing, and that is going to be I created a Mediterranean diet Pinterest board. So these have Mediterranean diet style recipes that I think are very realistic and something that the majority of you would probably enjoy. So instead of sending you off on a you know, rat, a rat race. I don't know the word that I'm looking for, but instead of sending you off on your own to do this type of research, like you, like I, I actually like looking at TikTok more than I do Pinterest, but I did put together a Pinterest board and I would just encourage you to try one of these next week in one of your meals, get some of these ingredients to have on hand to add. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you think of it. Please leave a rating and review. Thank you to all of those, all of you who have done that recently. I've been reading them. They mean so much to me. A lot of you said food is some of your favorite topics because it is the thing you struggle with the most. So here we go. Are we going on a Mediterranean diet? Um, Are we going on a Mediterranean diet route? You tell me, but I have really enjoyed it. So I wanted to produce this episode for you. If you have any questions, need clarifications, you can message me on Instagram. But no, this is something we are really going into in the Feminine Edge Collective. It's kind of like a side bar topic outside of our main topics for the upcoming months, but I'm here for it. 
I'm here for it because this might be a really helpful tool to you. You may not be like strictly Mediterranean diet, but adding in any sort of Mediterranean diet style meals, I see it as it only has positive effects and it it could bring you know, just a really well-rounded way of eating or some excitement, some new flavors into foods that you may not have tried. I don't see any negative benefit of trying out some Mediterranean diet style meals and incorporating some of their lifestyle things like I talked about at the end of this. So thank you so much for listening today and I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening today, my friend. And if you loved this episode, before you go, can you share it with a friend or leave a rating and review? It's a small gesture that means a lot to me and helps the podcast reach even more ladies who are wanting to live in sync in a well-rounded way with their life using their cycle as their guide. If you want to see more of the day-to-day stuff in my life, come on over to my Instagram. It's just my name, Joelle Cease. I will leave anything and everything mentioned in the podcast detailed in the show notes. So don't forget to check those out. Thanks again. And I will catch you next time.